0: I'm Paul Higgins, an ex-corporate executive turned business owner who for five years struggled to grow a cloud consulting business whilst battling a chronic disease. With the help of mentors and experts, I got the business model right built a sales and marketing engine and developed a high-performing team that ended in a successful exit. I received a kidney transplant from a mate and now on my second life, I dedicate my time to helping other cloud consultants scale quickly with less effort to enjoy life. Detecting an accent, I'm an Aussie working globally from Melbourne, Australia. I interview successful cloud consultants sharing their scaling stories to give you inspiration and practical tips. I have dedicated experts four cloud consultants on the show to save you time and money by working with the right people. If you want to scale quickly, with less effort to enjoy life, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins, and welcome to the Cloud Consultant Show, episode number 489. Today's topic is on the CDAP program, and you're going to learn first what it is, And it's a Canadian development program and it's for digital transformation. And it's a loan, it's not a grant program, but you'll get a great explanation for that. It'll talk about what clients are eligible for getting it, but it also talks about how you can partner with a CDAP consultant and you could be anywhere in the world for that. So there's huge upside for you on doing that. And then also, It talks about how you, as a cloud consultant, could also benefit from this program if you are in Canada. If it's your first time, welcome. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe. And if you're a regular, please reach out to me at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com and tell me that you listen, which would be fantastic to know, and also what topics you would love me to cover. or Maybe you've got someone that could be interviewed. You could get all the Show notes on the app that you're listening to and a full transcript at Paul at PaulhigginsMentoring.com forward slash podcast. And before we go into the interview, John Eric, I'd like to talk about our sponsors. So the first is the Cloud Consultants Collective. It's a peer-to-peer Group. It's free on Slack and it's much better than trying to find things on Google, YouTube, or these days chat GDP. If you don't believe me, come try it out for yourself. Just go to the cloudconsultantscollective.com. And the next is Workflow Academy. If your top performers are overwhelmed and they're not performing to their best, and you believe that getting junior talent to support them is a great opportunity, well, we've got an innovative solution for you. Just go and find out more. At Paul forward slash WFA. Our guest today, jean Eric, is a born an entrepreneur buying and selling four companies by the age of 31. He has owned and operated a variety of businesses, and he now is running a one of Canadian's best companies around this CDAP program. And you're going to find out more about that in a moment. But uh, jean Eric is very professional. He's very good at what he does. And he explains how he has strategic partnerships with you, a cloud consultant, to help people with digital transformation. What I'll do now is hand you over to jean Eric. Great to have you here, jean Eric? Nice to see you, Paul. Thank you for having me. We had a great conversation. And I thought it was too good to waste on uh, just you and I, or particularly waste it on me, is why don't we uh, share it with all of you who are cloud consultants that can really tap into something that you've probably heard about, which is using uh, grants in some way. And uh, jean Eric will talk more about what happens in Canada, but it also applies to any country you're operating in, no matter where you're listening to. So before we get into the detail of it, I've mentioned who you might be able to help, but you know who is your ideal client? Who do you love to
1: to work with? Yeah. So we've been working with a lot of small businesses, companies around $5 million a year in sales, but we've been really doing a lot of great work with clients that are now biting up to the 50 million a year in sales. So between that 10 to 50 where they just have a really unique set of challenges predominantly falls into our strength, which is their systems got them to that point, but they're starting to follow of cracks and gaps in their systems. So that's where we can come in and help them with coming in those solutions to help them with that.
0: Great. And then what are some examples of some of those systems?
1: We love the concept of an ERP, but we it's very difficult to, to get an ERP going from, you know, zero to a hundred. So we'd like to use systems that you can build on per module. So we love the the CRMs that can then build from there, whether you build an ecosystem of API platforms or if you can get into the, the Zohos of the world that have an ecosystem of their own. We uh, we're not affiliate with any of those companies, but we think they're fantastic and we often bring our companies to our clients to companies like that
0: yeah great and and if i sort of set it up because i've had the benefit of talking to john eric before but if i set it up is that you've got the end client who's the five to fifty million dollar small business you've got john eric's company that advises them and it goes advises them what the grants they can get and in particular the cdap program which you know john will talk about more in a moment and then they then go and recommend, like you said, there's not one partner, but they may recommend some options to fulfill on that system need. So that's where you as a cloud consultant, this is something that you could partner with Jean Eric to to do that. If you think about it, the end client has a need, then Jean Eric gets the funding, which is government backed to fast track that, and then, They've got to go and find someone to actually do the implementation, and that's where you come in and do the strategy and implementation. That's just a little bit of context on it. As far as the CDAP program in Canada, I hear a lot of it, but for those that haven't heard it, tell us a little bit about what CDAP is and then how you help clients with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So CDAP stands for the Canada Digital Adoption Program, and it's put on by our Innovation Science and Economic Development department, the federal department of the government. And uh, for Canada, it's a really big budget. It's a big program. You know, they have over $4 billion uh, assigned to this program, which is very big for us up here in Canada. And so when they came out with this program, we thought it was fantastic because, you know, during the G7, or they looked at how Canada performed during the pandemic. And we were one of the lowest that were capable out of all the G7 countries. And so they realized we really need to do something for the small business. And I'm not always a big fan of some of these government programs out there, but we really thought this one is fantastic for small business. And so what it allows is a small business owner that has sales between half a million and a hundred million. And uh, that have uh, employees of minimum one employee, it can't be an owner. So it has to be a arms length employee up to 500 employees. So really it's a quite a large range of businesses that can apply for this. And it allows those businesses to hire a pre-approved advisor. They call it a digital advisor and they can bring them in and get 90% of their costs up to $15,000 covered for the advisor to come in. Now the government has a minimum requirement of certain things that the advisors have to do. And we're seeing there's quite a bit of variety out there. I mean, they just give you the criteria and there's just quite a bit of variance. On terms of what the advisors are doing for us, uh, we really love this because this is something we've already been doing for a very long time. I didn't even really know digital transformation was really a field until there's you know this name came along. So when we applied, it was just exactly what we already do. I, yeah, I can stop there if you had any questions. No, no, no,
0: that's great. And the the government gives the you know up to the fifteen thousand for the digital transformation. But just tell us that, that 15000 how does that play out? Like, is it a loan? Is it a, a deduction off their tax? Like, how does that actually get
1: Good paid? Question. Yes, Yes, that's a, that's a great question. The way that it works, now, every advisor has their own slight difference here, but the client company has to pay the advisor the fee. And so in our case, we charge the $16,700, and the government reimburses client. 15,000 at the end of the program, part of the sign-up process, the, the business owner, the, the client company provides their banking information to the government. And so once the report is submitted uh, to the government and it's approved generally within a couple of weeks, the government's depositing the money right in the client's account. In that case for the client, yes, it is income that goes against their taxable income, but of course it's offset by the expense as well. At the end of the day, the client is. out of pocket.
0: Right. It's cost them 1,700 to get, this is the strategy. This is what you should do. And then you go and how does a recommendation work to which partners could potentially go and implement that plan?
1: Yeah. So there's, before we get into that, there's actually two more really good things that come with the program. And so this this is what I call the goodies. We have a bank kind of like the SBC in the U S in Canada, we call it the BDC business development, Canada. That bank is offering up to a hundred thousand dollars of interest-free loans, uh, where it's five years, no interest. And you have the option to even get an extra year, no interest and no payments at the front end, really a nice incentive. And the the directive on that money is not spend it. And then we reimburse you. It's really fast track and easy. So once you submit the the report at the end, the government reviews approves. It gives the client company their $15,000 grant. Then they can click a button and in less than 10 minutes, they get this application online fast-tracked and the money gets deposited straight into their account. The directive is of course, a bit of an honor system. The government wants you to use that money to pay for implementation of these programs. So again, it's that part is a loan and uh, some of our clients, you know, they go, Oh, you know, I wish that was a grant, but we very quickly get over that because we tell our clients, if you can't put in the solution, that's gonna pay, you know, make a difference of $2,000 a month or greater, don't do it in the first place anyway. Exactly. And so most business owners go, yes, yeah, good point. You know, and especially in today's interest rate environment, I mean, that could be a substantial amount of savings yes. alone.
0: Yes, so. yeah, yeah, that's great. So just, if I recap and make sure I've got this right, you go and the the end client, let's say it's a small business of, you know, of 50 million turnover, I should say, and uh, less than, I think it was less than 500 employees. So they go and get you to do the report, which they pay you an amount for. They get, the government then gives them effectively most of that back. So let's say it's, they pay you 16,000, they get 15 back just to keep it simple, right? So it's cost them $1,000 for that. And then uh, once they do that, then it gives them the ability to go and get the loan. And that's loan up to 100,000, which could be as high as six years, no interest, no no repayments, right? And then that's when, You introduce the partner to go and effectively spend against that loan. Have I got it? Got it right.
1: Yes. That point, you know, we've already introduced solutions and oftentimes these solutions are completely, they were unknown unknowns to the client, where they didn't even know that was a solution they could bring in. Oftentimes we're having to educate our clients in, you know, sometimes they think they have to go buy the one industry software solution that they know from their trade shows or the competitors. Or they think they have to go build something custom and they, or they've heard the nightmare stories of someone buying something and then implementation going bad, they don't realize the variety variety of software, types of software out there. So we're introducing those ideas to them. We're explaining and educating them on the pros and cons of each. And depending on what we see for their technical expertise, what they have for in-house resources. We might recommend solutions that have more hands-on support, whereas some companies are more cost-effective, very powerful, but not known for the support. So that's, you know, we're gauging those things in our recommendations as well. We also bring in partners in the earlier part. So in the actual program, we, early on, as we start our discovery and start learning about the client's objectives, there are times where we notice that maybe they actually really needs an expert. Uh, someone that's really focused in that area. And that's one thing as being certified management consultants, uh, or CMCs. That's one of our philosophies is stay in your lane. So we love bringing in an expert that can really do the best thing for our clients. So an example that would have been, uh, right now we have a a construction company that has a really high need for project management and we're not project managers. And so we saw that we saw that they had field workers. They've got third party uh, people that need to interact with them. And if you know anything about the construction, you know, you got like the builder trends and the co-constructs and they're doing really well. And one just acquired the other not long ago, but it's very expensive, you know? So they're that 800 pound gorilla in the room. And most construction companies see that as the gold standard. A lot of them can't necessarily afford it if they're still quite small. So then we can introduce Well, it's not the only solution out there. So we can, for example, bring in cloud partner that is a, you know, they do, uh, focus specifically on project management and implementation of those systems. We can shave out a little part of our budget and bring someone in there. It's not a lot because there's obviously not a lot to go around on the first part. Yes. But what it can do is it can bring someone in and say, Hey, you know, we've got something that's worth about four or $5,000 Canadian. That is an intro or maybe a quick diagnostic that they can either right size, or maybe they already have something off the shelf to do their assessment and provide more in-depth information for the client. So what we will do then is bring that into the report and set it up so that when the client's ready to go, they can hopefully tap into that loan for the implementation and they already have the introduction made.
0: Right. Just a replay that. So let's say like, we'll keep the same numbers for ease ease sake, right? It's you've charged the client $16,000, they get 15 back from the government. But there might be some additional work needed to really understand how they're going to spend the loan amount. So that might be a four or five thousand dollars discovery or a, a basically a blueprint for what they could do. Then that was charged to to the client. that then helps them spend the loan amount which could uh, up to one hundred thousand. Have I got that, got that right?
1: That's right. yeah. and sometimes we actually hire, the companies ourselves, so we'll pay a company yeah. out of our $16,000. Okay. So sometimes clients come to us and they go, we just need a lot of digital marketing leads. Well, we're not in that space and we don't even pretend like we are either. So we've got some friends in the industry that, you know, specialize in certain areas and we'll hire them to come in and do an assessment. That's right-sized within this program. Of course, there's no implementation is allowed under the first part of the program. And so everyone's clear about that. But really for us, it's about having a trusted introduction and having the client get to see what they can do. So bringing these insights to them, educating them along the way. So when they are ready to pull the trigger, they, they know who to call.
0: Yeah. And, and look, I'm sure like all industries, there's some people that are very good. And that's why I got you on, because I think you're very good, but there's also yeah. some people aren't, aren't so. So let's say I'm a Zoho partner in Canada at the moment and uh, looking to tap into this opportunity. You know, where do I go to actually find who is doing the, the CDAP programs? Who are the, who are the CMC consultants? You know, how do, how do I find that out?
1: Good question. I know for a client company. If you apply as a client company, you have access to the portal, to the directory. Otherwise, I think you may have to just search LinkedIn and find okay. these partners. Um, okay. That's a good question. I haven't gone and looked for myself.
0: <laughs> so. Okay. Well, the good news is you've already found one, right? And like I said, I did a lot of research and asked, you know, who was doing this better in, in our space, uh, better than others. And that's when Jean Eric got introduced to me. So in, in a way, I've done some of that hard work for you. I'm sure that Jean Eric has also got some peers that if he's not a, the right fit, as far as the partner and the type of client you work with, there's others, right? They, like you, we all talk about and help each other in the cloud consultants collective. It's no different for, for Jean Eric. And, and what are you looking for in a partner, John Eric? So when you first meet someone, what, what are the, the key things that you're looking for? And where I mean partner, I mean, a, a, a cloud partner, uh, like Salesforce, HubSpot, Soho, et cetera.
1: Yeah. I mean, so we, we personally went through a, for internally for us at growth strategy. You know, we, we had a very busy year last year. We grew 450% year over year and we needed, you know, our teams growing quickly. So we actually approached, uh, I think they're part of your community. So Zen pilot came in and they helped us create the blueprint for our company ourselves. And that was a fantastic experience. You know, they have a really good process. You could see that they they've thought it through. They have put a lot of clients in. That was fantastic. And so we're in communications to see, okay, how can we get your initial blueprint to and right-size it so we can bring that in for our clients that do need the project management component. So that to me was fantastic. You know, they got a track record. They know exactly what they're doing. And they know how to stay in their lane. We often have to clarify with our clients that we aren't implementation partners. We know how software works, but we're yes. not programmers. We don't yes. do the implementation. We don't manage their projects either, but there is still an element where we come on as the advisors during and after the implementation as well. I'll speak to that quickly if you don't mind, because I yeah, believe that's and we have figured this out with a few other implementation companies. It works really well. In other words, we make sure the software company doesn't make our client make, do handstands to pick up their phone. That's kind of the joke we have in house. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, you hear the software developers or implementation. Well, it doesn't really work that way. Why don't you try it like this or do like, and they start to dictate how our clients should be running their business because it's easier for the software to be implemented a certain way. We make sure, and usually it's like, it's not drastic. It's just half a degree, half a degree, half a degree. And then three months down the road, you might look back and go, how the heck are we all turned around here? So we make sure the projects stay on the rails and that the software is there to take care of our client's business. Yes. And so a partner that could understand that they don't need to be full business consultants, process consultants, but understand that, okay, there's someone here that will take care of the clients in terms of. processes and aligning the people, and then they can come in and do the implementations. So that goes both ways because a lot of times our clients are, sometimes I should say our clients are set in their own ways. So they'll say, no, we like to pick up the phone while we're doing a handstand. And that's also where we come in and we go, okay, well, let's talk that through. Let's talk about why, and what's the real function behind that. And you, oftentimes we can help work them, help them understand that, you know, maybe there is a best practice that this software cloud consultants or implementation partner has seen and so we also help manage that so that there's no there's less impasses along the way
0: yeah and i think that's a great point of difference versus some others where i've seen that you know it's you know like i said some industries it's just about you know making uh, money and uh, i've seen some cdap uh, people where you know that it's effectively yes we'll give you anonymous choices or uh, agnostic choices but it's really just the, the cdap program is the front end to their own business, right? So they only recommend themselves, which I know you definitely don't do that. And then what you just explained is where you're actually helping with the project management and actually helping work with the client. I think that's a great way of doing it versus some others that, yeah, like it's, that they've got their business model. And I think yours is a lot more refined and detailed based on, on what you said. And what are some of the things that you know people need to be careful of? Like uh, you've done a lot of these, you know, wh- when does it not go as well or doesn't go to plan and uh, therefore the flip side is how do we avoid some of that?
1: Well, I think you had already, you know, so to your point, you, you spoke to it already is, you know, we are seeing a lot of people that are really not necessarily a full spectrum digital transformation advisor. And they're, you know, maybe wearing the, the outfit of an advisor, but really they're just a digital marketing expert and they're recommending you buy their own system or a system that they're affiliated with on the back end. You know, and that's something we do pride ourselves in that. And uh, actually just this last week, I turned down quite a nice five-figure referral fee because I explained to them, I'm not taking referral fees. We work on the transparent model. If the client wants to bring us on, we have an additional fee for the uh, advising of that. And we can touch on that too, because we change management component where we help make sure that the employees understand the new software, embrace it, keep it, actually use it. But that's often one of the, the things that we're seeing out there. Whereas, you know, there's one hands, you know, once scratching their back to get the other, we're seeing a lot of those things happening and we just don't participate in that. So we tell the, the implementation people, we don't need the kickback. And if you're offering it, please put it on the invoice and just say, this is a benefit of working with growth strategy and client will be happy. You'll be happy and we have our fee and that's it. So that's something that I think our clients definitely appreciate that too.
0: Yeah, great. And, and do you know if there's an equivalent program
1: in the US? I haven't looked, so the short answer is no.
0: Yeah, well, look, I, I think there is, and what we'll do is I'll do a little bit of research. So if you email me at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com, I'll oh, then great. get the answer for you for that. And the other one is, you know, like how long is this slated for at the moment within the Canadian government? How much? Yeah, how long
1: they got money for? Good question. So, back on the end of November call, so this is about quarter and a bit ago now, they had shared some numbers publicly with, or within uh, their advisor call, and it was uh, it was quite appalling for us to hear because there was about thirteen thousand businesses that were eligible, deemed eligible. Of those, twelve thousand started the application process, and this is where it falls off the cliff. Of those 12,000, only 2,000 got through the web of applications process. It's, it's quite a challenging process. And then of those 1,000 of the clients actually submitted a report, very big drop off, cliff of death almost. And so what we've done to help with our clients is we saw that as well is we now also offer support for our clients where we help them with the application process. So we've got a, a manual videos, but we actually even have it. They're more so of a cheerleader than anything. Just sit with the owner and encourage him through it because it could be quite frustrating to apply. It's really not that complicated, but if the client doesn't have like an online banking uh, password, which the government leverages for credentials, or if they don't have a way of logging into the tax authorities website for their business, uh, then it can get very convoluted and difficult. And even then a long way of uh, answering your first question. We think this is going to go on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the government's response to that was, well, we're thinking about maybe lowering the re- the eligibility requirements. So instead of fixing the bottleneck, they're thinking of just pouring more people in at the top end of the funnel. At that point, it's it's fine for us because yeah. we're finding that by helping our clients through, it's allowing us to take on a lot more work. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and look, I think for you as well, running your own business, you listen to John Eric, and you're thinking, okay, so this is a great way for me to. Align with someone like jean Eric to actually help more clients. So that, that's perfect. The other thing you could do is look for what's available within your country for yourself. Now, I know in Australia, we have a, an export marketing grant. Most of my clients are in outside of Australia, predominantly in North America. And I effectively, all the marketing costs in gaining that income from outside of Australia into Australia, as I'm a tax resident of Australia, and I pay tax here, a grant to help with that. Now, you know, it's never going to be more than the money you spend. So, you know, you get a portion of it back. But if you work with the right advisor, so I've got an advisor here and his name is uh, Eric, just by chance, but not Jean Eric, but uh, Eric with a cake. And, you know, he, he helps with that. So if you're here in Australia and you want to know more about that, also reach, reach out to me. But, uh, you know, this is something that can really work in two key ways. One is that you've, you work with someone like Jean Eric to get a really well-qualified clients because they've already done some of the vetting process. You also know that they've got access to funds. So therefore that's another huge uh, objection that you may sometimes get that is taken care of. So that works really well. But also the second option is for yourself, that this may be an opportunity for you to go through some uh, digital transformation of your own business, uh, similar to how Jean-Eric got Zenpilot to do that. And I don't think we've had... I was trying to before to find if we've had the founder. So remind me, is it is it Brandon from Zen Pilot? Oh, Gray, Gray, that's it, Gray. Sorry, yeah, I don't think we've had Gray on the podcast, but I know we've uh, certainly reached out to him, and and maybe we have had him on, but I just can't find it. But uh, yeah, you know, there's we can also connect you with Gray because we both know Gray from Zen Pilot, so we can also connect you and see how they they're going and they how they've been working on this. Uh, program. So look, I think, you know, in summary, it's it's really good to consider these from both ends, strategic partnership end, but also for your own business, and that's why we wanted to bring John Eric on. Is there anything else John Eric from a a partner point of view that you think is critical to understand that we might have missed?
1: Yeah. So I think earlier on, you asked me about key things to look for and what the biggest piece of advice that I would recommend. So let's say you're a cloud consultant and you're looking for other seed app advisors. When you speak to them about what they're offering through this program, listen first to see, are they talking about the value in terms of what they're providing their clients? Or are they really just talking about the grant? And we found throughout our, uh, our journey here of meeting many other advisors, there's a lot of people who are using this as an opportunity to just get paid to do a proposal. If you're looking at people that ask for a copy or sample. And that's what we have is we have copies of here's a report. That's been completely anonymous. Like we've made it anonymous. We removed any identifying information, but look, there's one here in the restaurant industry. Here's one in the manufacturing industry. And this is what we get. They're heavy. They're not made to be read in, in one sitting because it's a Five-year digital strategy roadmap. When you find people like that, these are people that are really invested in what's best for the client, as opposed to someone who may be finding a, a way to leverage a grant um, yeah. for easy money or whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I think that that's great advice around the sample report. And the other thing is just ask them how many providers they work with, and I think that's a simple way to to work out whether they're um, only doing it for their own self-interest versus what Jean Eric is, which is providing multiple options, which is why it's a great reason to reach out to John Eric, especially if you're in uh, Canada, because I know we've got a great following in in Canada. The Cloud Consultants Collective's got quite a few members in there, so certainly reach out. John Eric, look, it's been fantastic having you on, but we're going to now go into the rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you four questions and get some rapid fire answers. You ready for that? Yep, sounds great. All right, let's do this. So the first one is, you know, what are some of the daily habits that help you to
1: scale growth strategy Uh, So I schedule in my quadrant two items. So that's, uh, you know, Stephen Covey or the Eisenhower Matrix, the things that are non-urgent and important. I schedule those in. So I like to get up a little earlier, 6, 7 a.m., and I have two hours of calls with either my in-house developers or my marketing people that are kind of forcing me to write my next book and things like that. Yeah, and just for for those
0: that aren't familiar, it's the important non-urgent. Uh, quadrant, uh, which is the one that you uh, should be spending time in as business owners. And often we don't. The second one is, uh, where do you go to find out more about how to scale your business and knowledge
1: around it? I actually love going to Reddit because I find that uh, you can get yeah. some really cool stuff. So I found some really cool channels on consulting. Um, I've been, we've built an app in house for AI. Uh, I love it. It's just been really great place where I find it's uh, has not been saturated with fake articles and ads and advertorials, et cetera.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And what's one wish we could grant for growth strategy?
1: Oh, my God. I wish I had an extra two days a week to just work on our in-house AI apps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we might say a great, great amount of team uh, or better, better team members. The last one is, you know, what do you know now and in particular about working with the CDAP program and helping both the
1: end client and also partners? Uh, what do you know now that you wish you'd have known earlier? You know, when I sold my last company five years ago, I thought at the time. I mean, I've been digitally transforming companies for the last 20 years yep. of my own, and I thought at that point, what could I do? Maybe I can help people with you know software implementation or finding software. And I thought, you know what? There's so many CRMs out there. I th- everyone's gotta be for sure figured that out, and there's no need. And so it took me a long time. I, I kept pushing that aside until I started seeing how many companies are not doing that. I also wish we take things for granted. So I I like software, I adopt it quickly. I realize now that you have to go slow to go fast when it comes to software. So I've implemented a a lot of it is change management methodology where I prime the business owners to say, look, it's going to feel slow at first yes. because we need to really get your employees on yes. to understand this early on. So that when it is time to hit the ground running, we're not going to have resistance, grumbling, sabotaging, whatever you may get, if they weren't otherwise bought in. And so that has been a great secret weapon. As long as the business owners can have the patience with us in the early phase, because they might be thinking, what the heck is this? But when we, it does come to implementation, it's not us reminding them to use it. It's now actually them reminding each other. So it's a really nice self-healing system so that when we're gone, the software continues to be used. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant.
0: Well, uh, you've been listening to John Eric. All the links will be in the show notes and he, you can find out more at growthstrategy.ca and the link will definitely be in the show notes. So uh, fantastic. Thanks for sharing your wisdom, Jean Eric. And thanks for being a leader within this industry as well, where you are doing the right thing and that's why you're growing at 400 plus percent because uh, you do provide a great service and a great option for partners to strategically align with you. Thanks for coming Thank on you. today.
1: Appreciate it. This was a pleasure. Thanks again.
0: Look, that was a great interview by Jean Eric. Just a couple of quick things. Gray McKenzie is the person from Zen ZenPilot, so you can find out more about Gray, episode 297. And as I re- reiterated, you do not uh, have to be a Canadian company to provide the services to support the CDAP program. So that's a great reason for you to work. Reach out to Jean Eric no matter where you are, and all the links will be in the show notes. And uh, why don't you? share with him what you learned, um, put it on LinkedIn. He'd love that. His profile is going to be in the show notes. Also, why don't you share it with other people that could be benefiting from this? I know that he's always looking for better partners. And in particular, he's looking after partners that do VoIP systems as well. So if that's you, uh, please reach out, check out our solo shows. Also. If you are looking to scale your business and you want a really good benchmark, go check out our blueprint at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash blueprint to get your free copy today. And please take action to grow with less effort and more reward. Learning is just one piece of the puzzle. It is now time for action. Head to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. Get the links and put it into action. Head to your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Suggest topics for me to cover at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com. And don't wait one more minute to gain access to content, especially for you, a cloud consultant, at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash newsletter. This could be the difference between wasting time figuring it out yourself or scaling quickly with less effort to enjoy life.